When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. It's the Friend Zone. We're going to have a good time. It's the Friend Zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Friend Zone, everyone. My name is Tim Bat. And my name is Guy Montgomery. And we are friends. I yeah, we're friends. Tim and myself, and anyone who's listening, you qualify. Tim, You're our I was just uh, down I'm the grocery at birds. store. Can you see birds? No, my computer's set up in front of a wall. Oh, yep. Makes no, sense. I, can, I mostly see the wall. But I was down the local grocery store here in New Zealand at the time of recording. Uh, this is our last day of lockdown, in effect. And um, I'm just excited to report that I, I saw a run-in happen between uh, uh, a woman and a couple, a man and a woman, who obviously hadn't seen each other for many weeks, and they saw each other, and it was so familiar. Uh, it sort of predates COVID nineteen. There was like a mutual recognition, more enthusiasm from the couple than the young woman, and uh, they said, "Oh wow, hi, nice to see you." And I watched like this very dreary sort of catch up conversation take place, and then for the first time in a long time, in about two months. I heard someone say to two people she visibly did not want to catch up with, wow, I mean, we'll have to catch up properly again soon now that we can. And I was like, life finds a way. <laughs> Guy, that's disgusting that you watched that happen. That was a person or three people, depending on, on how everyone truly did feel about it, just trying to navigate their way through the social niceties of seeing people after an absence. And it's the dance we do. How dare you look? It's like watching someone take a shit. This is is a necessary part of everyday life. And you're watching it and going, (laughs) fucking gross. This is a chance for a total reset. This is a hard reset on the operating systems that humans have been running for millennia. There's a chance for us to say, do you know what? I just had two months to think about it. I don't want to fucking see you guys. I don't want to pretend I want to see you. I've got it down to a list of 10, okay? And if you're not on the list, go fuck yourselves or each other. I don't care. It's not my business. I'm trying to buy potatoes. 
Are you going to do that? You're going to be the change you want to see in the world and approach people that you see. You're going to go down to the classic New Zealand's only full-time comedy club because you've got a gig on finally after these months of no comedy whatsoever. And you're going to see people there and they're going to go, hey, we should we should grab a beer for proper. And you go, nope, go fuck yourself. I don't want to hang out with you. And I've decided I'm going to tell people that, now. It's an entirely different, it's not an, it's not an equivalence that because if I'm in a situation where I can already have the beer, like the beauty of the classic is you can roll social and professional obligations into one. I'm not going to be standing somewhere with a beer in my hand talking to someone who tells me, oh, we should get a beer for real and say, fuck off. I say, what are you talking about? We're doing yeah, it. Yeah, because you're at work. You got, you got to go get on stage. You got to do your thing. Hey, man, I'm going to be so, like, I, it's an interesting position because I'm going to be so excited to see people. Like, so excited to see people that I will be talking to anyone. And also, we're going to live through some of the worst conversations of our lives. In the next week, we are going to be suffering in our jocks. Everyone's got the same chat. How was lockdown? Good to see you. Crazy times. It's, um, it's going to be like a week of... of of just buffering before everyone's brains start to reload and we remember how to socialize. Jesus Christ, Monty. Just go through the motions for once in your damn life. Don't overthink it. It's fine. Just let it happen. When do you want to catch up with me? Fucking whenevs. I'll do it today. Oh, we're not allowed today, are we? No. I honestly am so not across um, the rules of what's happening. I'm just like, I'm just going to stay inside. This is what I do often. I'm like, the rule's too complicated. I cannot be bothered reading the instructions. I'm just going to look on and see what other people are doing and then follow their lead. Ah, yes, of course. Other people. They've never led us astray before. They're the smartest people. Other people. Yeah. That's how I, that, is, that is literally how I feel. Like this whole time, it just it's devastating to me that I've just been getting through the days. And there are people out there who are working on the vaccine. I assume, I assume that other people have taken that responsibility because I sure as shit haven't done anything to advance It'll, our cause. You know what I think is going to happen is we're going to come out and all these scientists are going to get back at the lab and be like, I, I thought you were... We- yeah. Oh, I thought you were... We- oh, <laughs> shit. And... We could have cracked it ages ago, but no one thought to sort of jump on it. Yeah, I saw um, a, a headline on the front of a newspaper today at the supermarket. It said, uh, New Zealand scientist, scientist in vaccine hunt. And I thought, what? We're meant to be hunting for this thing? I thought people were solving for it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> i got to go out into the bush? All right, on to the correspondence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. This message is dated the 27th of March, 2020. Hi, boys. From a friend who we've corresponded with before, actually. Hi, boys. I'm back with some more movie theater knowledge. During your Do More Limited series, which I adored, by the way, you mentioned someone starting the films in the booth for empty theaters. Mm. Modern movie theaters have a computer program that starts movies at specific times. There really aren't any projectionists anymore. What? So, as this amusing, is shocking to me. As amusing as the thought is, the projector starts the movie on its own. I apologize for giving you this gutting information, as you were rightfully delighted over the idea that some poor bloke just sat up there starting movie th- movies for empty theaters. <laughs> also, with a film like Doolittle, 
Theatres are instructed how many showings throughout the day and how many screens will be shown on. I wish you the very best, stay safe, and thank you for the much-needed laughter during this uncertain and scary time, and I'm still happy to answer any other theatre questions you may have. Much love, Nikki, who is employed at a theatre and gave us information we were speculating as to theatre programming for Cats earlier in the year. Do you reckon there's still projectionists at the Alamo Draft House? I don't know. I think I met a guy called, I believe it's pronounced Kieran in Scotland. He lives in, uh, he'd moved to Edinburgh. He was from Glasgow and he worked as a projectionist. He'd sent me to the, after, after the Edinburgh Fringe last year, I went to the, the, what he described as the best cinema in Glasgow to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And that was on film. And I understand at these bespoke cinemas, you still have projectionists. But at your, I think Alamo Drafthouse is probably too big of a chain now. They've probably got one film cinema and then the rest of them are, electronic so you, you you know you get a few specialists but i think as a general rule that line of industry is down the gurgler do you think there's ever been a situation when a theater either didn't receive the file or it got corrupted or something and they had a big screening and they had to torrent a movie to, yeah to play in the cinema i like that's when you so. need a projectionist it's a nice little bit of jeopardy. Imagine that. Yeah. A big launch of a new movie and something goes awry and then all of a sudden you're on BitTorrent. Yeah, that's what 5G is really for. It's for you to use your phone to save a cinema screening of Trolls World Tour to a packed house. Absolutely. You want to hear a message from Philly? Yeah. Hey a, a, there, a person? Frosty or- fellas. Yeah, not the city of brotherly love. A person. I recently joined the Patreon, and I'm loving all the bonus content. Okay, so this was February, late February. In fact, <laughs> this was sent to us on a very special day, Leap Day, which we had one of these year, uh, this year. I'm loving all the bonus content you boys have on there. My reason for writing you is last week I walked in the living room, and my girlfriend put on Sex in the City 2. It was truly bizarre to watch a movie I'd never seen and know exactly what was going to happen. When Carrie meets the girls for lunch after riding her in her old apartment, I told my girlfriend to prepare herself for Coffee Guy. It was glorious to feast my eyes on this patron saint of Java for the first time and watch him absolutely demolish that cup of coffee. My girlfriend was so enthralled with this performance that she had to rewind the movie because she missed the whole conversation the girls were having. This managed uh this happened a second third and fourth time eventually i had to tell her what the girls were talking about because she just couldn't take her eyes off that magnificent man it was one of the highlights of my life thank you good boys (laughs) for everything you do say my name philip Britton. fuck yes philip that is a hell of a life and a highlights reel well curated Imagine being your... so distracted with the image of Coffee Guy, because I'll note that he doesn't say anything, um, that you have to like put all of your mental energy into focusing on him, and you can't hear a conversation that's happening in the movie. Well, actually, I'm I'm going to... This has uh, spurred me on to jump ahead in the mailbag here. There's, there are some messages before, but this ties in so neatly with a very exciting uh, and interesting piece of correspondence I received on the 7th of April, 2020. Which says, Dearest Tim and Mr. Halifax Montgomery. I feel as if this is a long one. Please feel no pressure to read this during the paddy, or if read, perhaps just the second paragraph. 
I wanted to extend to you two good boys. I'll ignore that. My warmest thoughts as our globe enters these uncertain times. Do you think uncertain is the most popular word to describe the times? Unprecedented. I'll put yeah, all my I, chips on that. Yeah, I would, I'd put a lot of them on that too. Although unprecedented was sort of the, the 50 cent option that people would use to sound more intelligent than they are. And then the market got saturated with unprecedented. So I feel like we've I, deferred to back this, to... To this day, I'm not convinced I'm saying it correctly. I'm almost certain you are. Anyway, I wanted to extend to you two good boys my warmest thoughts as our globe enters these uncertain times. You're doing a legendary job of churning out content when it is needed most. I'm so delighted to have the YouTube Red Pilot. I'm saving it for a particularly rainy day, as well as probably the last year of Patreon content. Is the Secret Millionaire podcast still going? One day, if I win the lottery, I might join that upper echelon of chosen folks. For reference, uh, that is a mini podcast that we record a few episodes of, but never really got our heads around. So the answer I would is like no. To, I would like to add another tier to the Patreon and do that. And uh, yeah, we'll solidify some plans going forward if, if that can can be part of the workflow. All right. Uh, this says, you two have been in my life. How about that uh, office jargon from Tim? Oh, you love to hear it. It's disgusting. We, it's because I, we're currently... I'll speak to this after. Sorry, you finished the message. Uh, you two have been in my life for close to five years now. You joined my journey during a particularly dark moment in my life, and for that I will always be grateful. I follow both of your careers with great interest and wish you all the best personally and professionally. The reason for this hastily written letter is that I've made an absolutely incredible discovery that I think is an indication of your work permeating the minds of the masses. Fuck On yeah. the American Netflix, the auto-playing preview clip for Sex in the City is none other than Coffee Guy. No way. All three glorious cups of Joe are pounded in unison during the preview. Is someone at Netflix offering a wink? And a nod to you boys, I've attached a screen recording as proof. You no are way. Brave that's boys. That's us, dude. That's fucking, that's too unlikely. I'm it's, going on Netflix right now. It's honestly incredible. Who this is, is this on, sent from? It's on American uh, Netflix. This is from Ellie. If you go to yeah. the Worst Idea Facebook page, you can actually... Uh, no, I'm rushing to my Netflix account okay. in New Zealand well, it's, to see if it's, it's the listed same. as happening in the in the US Netflix and the Yeah, I know, guy, but it might be the same. Is what I'm saying. It might be I the know. same everywhere. I'm trying to fucking paper over the fact that you're typing shit into your computer by talking, and you keep interrupting me to yell at me. All I'm saying is it's incredible. And I was listening to the dialogue in that moment because you've also got to look to the dialogue as whether or not it summates the essence of the film. And the dialogue is Samantha saying, we're all going to Abu Dhabi. Or it's, that's when she pitches it. So there's a, a glimmer of reasoning that it might be because it represents the movie. But oh, okay, I think that's, yeah. far more, that's far more unlikely than the fact that it is the greatest scene in the film. And... Um, Someone at Netflix knows we're out here. Um, oh, it, it turns out it's not in New Zealand on Netflix, but I turned my VPN on and it worked, which surprises me. So where do you see the preview bit? Is it just uh, a mouse over when you... Yeah, mouse over. Maybe even a mouse click. Yeah, click's just starting it off. I, I'm not in the right bit to see the preview. 
Um, yeah, the fact that Samantha said, well, I don't know, what do you put our odds on, man? The fact that that's the bit where Samantha says we're going to Abu Dhabi, that's, that's the big reveal for the film, really, isn't it? Well, I mean, there are so many moments to choose from. It's, um, anyway... It's fucking awesome, is what it is. Like, if anyone yeah, wants to experience the majesty of Coffee Guy without having to drag themselves through the film, that option is now available. And this is not just a preview on Netflix. I messaged back Ali to say, thank you, this is an incredible discovery. And they responded saying, I checked, it's also on Disney+. Plus." Why does Disney Plus have... Man, Disney Plus has got everything, doesn't it? Terrifying. That's what they want you to think. Hey, Kiera sent us a metric shit ton of money. That is to say, two hundred US dollars. That is a metric shit ton. Fucking incredible. Kiera is a huge supporter and great friend of this podcast and other podcasts that I do, um, like How to Save the World, a sustainability podcast that I co-host. Do you know what? Um, Whenever I hear the title of that, do you know what I think of? What's that? Where did I go wrong? I lost a friend somewhere alone in the bitterness and I would have stayed up with you all night. Then I'd know how to how save to save a life. The world. Oh, man, that is part of a genre of music which I think is my most hated like type. I always whenever I hear stuff like that, I'm like, it's raining. You know, like, that's the genre, rain rock. <laughs> I, I agree, but I like it. It takes me back to a sort of weird um, nostalgia of being a, a teenage boy, hopeless in love. Not even in love, just hopeless. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> listening to that music and imagining I had someone to pine after when I didn't. Oh, man, that is so depressing. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Um, well, thank you so much, Takira. The message that she put with that is, feeling for you boys right now, a hundo for each of my cool dudes. I also joined Patreon, finally. God, thank you so much. That's uh, If I'm not much mistaken, my guess is that this Kira is the same one who um, pushed pretty hard for us to watch Kung Fu Yoga recently. She was engaging with us on Twitter. Um, I, I, I remember her name. So if that's the case, Quite thank likely. you. Thank you uh, uh, once more for for bestowing upon us the gift of money and the gift of cinema. Yeah, I I think um, that might not have turned out as the Patreon pals suspected it would. I think they were throwing us sex. They were like, hey, check out this digger. And you and they were just like, nom, nom, nom. I love this movie. (laughs) Well, anyway, you slice it. Thank you for that. And thank you for the generous donation. Yes, indeed. Um, um, Roberto sent a short yeah. message on the 20th of March So we're really flashing forward now um, To let us know that we uh, get a shout out At the end of Conan's podcast Conan oh, Needs yes, a Friend yes. The Will Arnett episode um, When they're, they're playing a game And that's all thanks um, To our friend Matt Matt Gurley Of Super Matt. Ego, James Bonding uh, I was there too all sorts of outstanding podcasts. He is a wonderful guy and... And Conan needs a friend. He's the producer of that podcast. That's right. He's as you would expect. Producer and whipping boy. Conan yeah, big time. Is a, Conan is a very funny bully. I really like it. <laughs> it's not like yeah, an think... aggressive kind of bullying. It's like a... It's, there's what's, obviously uh, a lot what's of, his assistant's name? Uh, oh, 
Sonia. Sonia Mosesian. Sona? Something like that. Sona. Sona, yeah, maybe it's Sona. Um, she's like, she 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 gives it right back. She's yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah. But Matt, I feel for sometimes. I'm like, man, Matt doesn't want this. <laughs> he no, doesn't, but he doesn't it, need this in his day. He does. They talk about it off mic. He takes it. It's funny. Well, um, thanks, thanks for the heads up, Rob. I've got one here. Yeah. We're on a roughly the same timeline now, Tim. This is March thirtieth, so not ten Woo-wee. days later. And it's uh, entitled "Redo More." Fellas, mm-hmm. I just finished the third episode, and I want to hear more. You've oh. come up with a great format of going to the same failing movie multiple times in a row. I'm sure having the theatre to yourselves makes it more fun. Incidentally, I remember once going to a movie late in its run, and I was the only one there. After waiting well past the starting time, I went out to ask why the movie wasn't playing, and the manager told me he thought no one had bought a ticket. So we sent the projectionist home early. What fucking bizarro universe is this where we've got contrary piece of information from two listeners, all of our listeners who are reliable and trustworthy sources of information. Yeah. Um, after, so you sent the projection some early. Anyway, the best thing about this format is its versatility. You can do this as often as you like. The only thing that could stop you is if some worldwide catastrophe forced every movie theater to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oops. Okay, plan B. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Towards the end, you were talking about trying to get at the heart of what Doolittle really is. My childhood friend's father used to read the original novels to her. I didn't hear much of them, but I got the impression they were about a world-traveling adventurer who solved problems with animals. And I'm pretty sure even a character even made guys joke about the irony of a man named Doolittle who does so much. At least one book won a Newbery, though I worry that since they are 100 years old and involved a white man traveling to unexplored lands, they probably have some racism. Earlier, you talked about going back and rewatching the Eddie Murphy film. I like that movie, but I don't think it's definitive because Doolittle is based in a city instead of traveling the world. Plus, he works with humans. It might be better to go back to the Rex Harrison musical, which was a natural predecessor to the 2020 film, as it was also a big-budget flop with a bankable but difficult star. But by my account, there are at least eight different Doolittle films, a couple stage plays, radio serials, and some animated series, one with Tim Curry. I propose you extend Do More and make an entire season where you watch every iteration of the character and try to figure out just what makes him tick. I know I'd be on board. Rob Jurgen Dukes. P.S. It just occurred to me, I don't know what kind of social distancing New Zealand is doing. I was assuming theatres are closed for coronavirus. If not, the first paragraph of that message is kind of moot. Also, say my name, as always. Mr. Jurgen, I can report back to you that... Our cinemas have been closed. Uh, I've just Googled the Dr. Doolittle musical from 1967 with Rex Harrison, and it looks very colourful. I can say that. There's a pig. I think there's a pig in a woman's bonnet. That's always that, fun. That is fun. And you know I love a musical. Um, and I also love, love, love Tim Curry. So what, what production is he in of this? It is, uh, and I love Eddie Murphy. Like, there is a lot of um, interesting, vaguely promising ground to potentially cover. I feel like I'm not willing to make an on-air commitment to doing this, but it's certainly an interesting proposition. I prefer, because I hadn't really thought about this as an ongoing thing, but I actually prefer this idea that that's a replenishable kind of format thing that we could do, that every now and then 
we find a day on the calendar in a film that's currently out and just fucking give it heaps. Give it the yeah. do more treatment. Why not? Why not? I mean, it was a fun day. It was a long day. <laughs> but it was a long day. And we did one less than I wanted to. So we could probably do four in a day. Yeah, you can do um, four. Maybe five at a push. But you've, you've got to remember as well that we've got to fit in the episode records in between. Um, yeah. It was also real. Like, I, I enjoyed filming them. I think it was good uh, having the video. And I was, I was happy with how they turned out on the whole. Man, your video production skills are fucking... They're going from strength to strength. I tuned into Happening last night, and shit, you looked crispy. You've really... Oh, that's um, good. You've, you've really... You're a, a machine. You're a self-taught machine. I'm really Thanks, impressed. Man. And for anyone Thanks. else who wants to be impressed by Tim's video skills, you can be by finding him online. Also, if you go to the Patreon, there's all sorts of Worst Idea video content buried behind yeah. that paywall. Or you can go to happeningshow.com. That's happeningshow.com. Um, speaking of which, let's take a little moment to shout out your fantastic new project, Guy. Oh, the guy on Spelling Bee. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, it was an idea I had from behind closed doors. Uh, Spelling Bee that I would host more in the style of Guy on Jeopardy than your national script Spelling Bee. And uh, I've, I've run three of them so far. They go out on Monday at 8.30 p.m. on YouTube, through my YouTube channel. They go out live. I've had some fantastic guests. Uh, and it's a lot of, like, i am really been blown away by how much people have been enjoying them. It is really a lot of fun. It's a very simple format. I pretty much create different rounds and put the spellers through their paces. And we, we talk and we laugh. And it, by the end of it, it becomes really competitive. And I actually find it really full-on. And I get quite nervous <laughs> that my friends are going to be angry at me because some of them think that the words I'm giving them are easier or harder than the words other people are getting. But I, I just do my best. The next one's actually happening. Um, it's this coming Monday on Monday the 18th of May in LA. I'm doing a West Coast American edition. And the spellers are Iowa Debris, friend of the podcast, Blair Socky, who's a fantastic comedian. She's not a friend of the podcast, but she very well could be. Paul F. Tompkins, well-known friend of the podcast, and the fourth speller is, I mean, it's, I'm hoping Alice Den will return to defend her crown, but it's at 3.30 on Tuesday, the 19th of May here in New Zealand to account for the, the time difference. 3.30 a.m.? So, 3.30 p.m. But Alice, oh. <laughs> Alice is very busy, so who knows if she'll be there. But uh, if you go to my YouTube she channel... She could be on with Paul F. Tompkins, for Christ's sake. Make the time. Um. Anyway, if, if you want to catch up on them, uh, you can find them all on my YouTube channel. It's called Guy Montgomery's Guy Mont Spelling Bee, and I plan to keep them going uh, long after. I'm on the f- I'm on the first released. one, and I went yeah. heel on it, and people did not take kindly to I, my yeah, storytelling. Tim, Tim Bet uh, did it, did the world a, the Spelling Bee a great disservice, and the world and the audience a great service in the first Spelling Bee. I'm not going to say what it was. You have to tune in to find out, but. It's um it's a really fun format, so if, if it sounds like a bit of you, get into it. Yeah, big time. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Um... Here's another message, Guy, from William. Please. I'm going to do it as a beat poem or a song, okay? So I'm going to try and find a rhythm and a... Hey. Hey, Tim and Guy. Apologies up front for the long message. I said the same thing on Patreon eight months ago, so apologize if this is a repeat. Each year I participate in a fantasy football league with my friends from college, where the first place gets money and last place is punished. The punishments have become harsher and weirder over time. I mean, I've heard this is, we've had it recently. Yeah, it's a great message. I'm just going to see if there's new information. I don't know that there is. He said it's exactly the same one. It's a great punishment and it's a really good uh, yeah, it's good. This is a message, but we've covered it. To be honest, I was looking for any available parachute to take me out of the um, terrible situation uh, that I'd put myself in of, of reading that in the style of a song or beat. Ah, well, you're in luck. You've already read it just as the message it was. Uh, I got a little one here from another friend of the podcast, Brian Edwards, who is someone we first met. Do you remember Tim in Melbourne at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival? We had a yeah. bear. In the early doors, this was in 2015. Anyway, Brian's written on the 31st of March 2020 to say the content you boys and also the bonus of the content you boys and also the bonus of the heart crew, Snedheads for Life, have been a tremendous help during this awful and unprecedented time. Unprecedented. Thank you so much for releasing what you have. I'm very fortunate in that I can still work from home and listen to these potties each day. It makes it feel like a regular work day. I miss being able to go see and do shows, so laughs like you all provide help ease that. What have you two been enjoying to help get you through your days? From Brian Edwards. I'm delighted to show off that I've started reading books because I am functionally illiterate. Like I read so infrequently, it's actually... Um, shameful to be honest how many books would i read in a year on average i don't know half seriously i do i find that so Um, unlikely because i i think of you as uh someone who's well versed 
in various different facets of the world and intelligent, but I suppose that you're downloading that information from articles, it's all magazines, videos, podcasts, <laughs> yeah. anything that's not a book. But I read, um, I, I, I actually really like nonfiction, and I think maybe that's the issue because I try to take on quite uh, big tomes occasionally. So I'll read one of those for like two years. I read a book ages, uh, like a few years ago called, um, I think it's Debt, The First 5,000 Years, and it's literally about the history of money as a concept and debt as a concept. And it is like a thousand pages. And by the time I'd finished it, I couldn't remember anything I'd read in the in the starting chapters of the book. Of course. <laughs> it was so fucking dense. Um, but I've read two, well, I, sorry, I finished a book recently and I've started another book and I love both of them and they're both nonfiction. And the first one that I finished was um, uh, uh, Utopia for Realists by, uh, what's his name, Rudger? Let me just uh, Google this. It's quite a famous book. came out a few years ago and it's all about uh, universal basic income and why we should be adopting that. Um, what's his name? Rudger, Rudger Brigman, who's a young Dutch economist who gave him hell um, a couple of years ago and went viral at, uh, what's that fucking, I can't remember what it's called, the big conference of rich people. And he told them all to suck his dick and pay their taxes. And then the book that I've started to read um, off the back of that is Chasing the Scream, which is all about the origin of the world's war on drugs. Um, written by an author who has since been disgraced uh, because of some plagiarism, which is like, you know, bad, but not that bad. But anyway, the book is unbelievable. On the good. Yeah, on the sliding scale of crimes, plagiarism yeah. is uh, intellectually frowned upon, but certainly... It wasn't even that bad. It was like, I think what happened is he had some quotes because he's a journalist from some famous people and sort of put it in his article as if he had obtained them through interviews he did himself. So uh, I, I don't fucking care. This book I is not, I just see, it's, like, it's the bottom end of plagiarism. Yeah. What are you reading, guy? You're Wait, a, just failed you're accredi- a big, failed accreditation you're a big book guy. Yeah, I am. Uh, well, during lockdown, I read a few books. Yesterday, I finished. I was talking about it for a while. Uh, the Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Le Guin, which was a a, a science fiction novel uh, written in 1969. That is. Um, it comes with this fantastic essay which sort of espouses her, her views on science fiction and what its function is uh, or her, her opinion on it as a writer. I really love that. There was some really fantastic escapism. Um, and I'm also not usually a sci-fi guy. I've also read a book. It was a debut novel by an author named Ocean Vuong called On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. He's a poet. It's a sort of really nice semi-autobiographical tale. Um I imagine. I mean, I, I say that it's a no, it's listed as a novel, but it, it feels like he's put a lot of himself in it. And uh, in between, I in between starting and finishing the Left Hand of Darkness, I fucking devoured in about two days Bad Blood, Secrets and Lies in a Silicon Valley startup, which was by the journalist John Carreyrou, and that was all about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. And fuck what me, a story! If yeah. you have not consumed <laughs> that story, I for two days it was all I could do. Like I was just. My entire YouTube algorithm became Elizabeth Holmes interviews. I uh, read the book. I watched the doco. I just took it all in. If um, you are really, really interesting, if you're stuff. not a reader but you want to consume that story, and it is fucking interesting, there's um, a really good podcast that ABC, the the news corporation in America, made called The Dropout, and um, I think they based a lot of it like on that book and 
sort of took that book as a it starting is. point. So good. And then uh, just yesterday, I started reading a book by a friend of ours, a New Zealand author, writer, fantastic all-around guy called Amon Mara, called 2,000 Feet Above Worry Level. And uh, the first chapter I read, or the first sort of um, part within it was so funny. It's a guy, it's a, it's a guy and a girl having cam sex and fuck me. I was so blown away and happy for Amon. It's really good. You can follow him on Twitter at Amon, E-A-M-O-N, in Mara, M-A-R-R-A. That guy's got the goods. Awesome. Um, I got to get that book, actually. I got to get that book. Yeah, well, I thought it was quite quite a good moment because... um, I got. I bought a hard copy from a, a bookstore, but you know it's a great way to simultaneously support local bookstores and also local everyone authors. Everyone buy uh, so, Amon Mara's book, and it will be um, presents for everyone for the next six months. Yeah, I've only read the first part, but for, from that alone, I can recommend. I it. I can recommend it just based on knowing Amon. Sorry, okay, we've diverted. Get, we're back to our dumbass bullshit podcast. Not not books. <laughs> Fucking nerds. Yeah. So I, I I've delved shit. into the Fuck. Patreon, which is what I always forget to do. I've got a message here that's a year old. Do you want to hear it? Oh, actually, I've yeah, re- I'd love to know what life was like. Back I've read then. that one. I've read that one. I've actually done. Let me go to Amanda, who's written in. Oh, this is uh, okay. This is good. Hug and kiss. No. Four months ago, Amanda writes to us, dear fly guy and trim Tim. <laughs> That's good. This is efficient. What a long, strange trip it's been. First sex in the city too, then sex in the city, then the back catalogue, then real Rob, and finally, perfect week of cat's commentary. I like to spell cat's with a Z. Um, I find it to be very whimsical. And I wonder, would the film have been more successful with the Z? Something to think about. I'm ashamed to say that I have seen Sex in the City, the movie the movie many times i've seen sex in the city two at least twice including once in the theater and we are your friends twice as well what can i say i guess i like mind numbing content with a nice color palette and range of wardrobe offerings and a cast of attractive people Sokoli and emily radichkowski are pretty easy on the eyes if you ask me this is also why i will probably never check out the grown-ups franchise <laughs> rough I am currently a Patreon subscriber giving one brave dollar to each brave boy. I'm happy that the two of you are reunited, though it does mean the odds of me running into Guy on the streets of New York are greatly reduced. I live in Seattle, so it's pretty unlikely I'll cross paths with with him in New Zealand. Thanks, boys. Please come tour in Seattle, uh, or if you come to Portland again, the superior of the two cities, then come on a weekend. We we did, we tried to go to Seattle, eh? I remember looking up... um, trying to make that work on the tour yeah i have uh dreams of going to seattle it looks the birthplace of starbucks are you fucking kidding me i want to go worship at the altar with a frappuccino yeah i want to go and uh super frappuccino with what's his name howard howard schultz Schultz. yeah no that guy's a fucking monster (laughs) god it was funny when he said he was going to run for he president, did. that was some he of did my... run for president. No, he said he was going to. He, he fucking didn't. did. He was out there doing town halls, getting absolutely lambasted by Democratic supporters. <laughs> oh fuck! What a good time. 
<clears throat> you know, if you ignore the terrifying and horrible outcome, especially for those most down- downtrodden members of society, American politics is the best circus on earth. Oh, fuck. I've stopped. I've tuned out. I can't. I literally can't ingest any more of the stuff happening over there. My thoughts are with our, our friends in America. Absolutely. And as... the UK. And to a lesser but still some extent Australia. Do you know what I have been thinking, Tim? Uh, and I actually, I, I mentioned this on a, I was a guest on an American podcast called Only, it was called Only the Best, now it's called Only the Core. A guy called Hayden Maxwell goes through uh, the 250 best films according to this very carefully curated list and watches them. Um, but like, it is incredible to see the way that those two places have been crumbling and to think that in 20 years, or say 25 years time, you know, America's whole attitude has been like, well, you're lucky for us. You're lucky mm. for us. In 25 years' time, their international standing within the last century... Oh, this is so grim. Be... Most of our listeners are American, and we love Americans. Where is this going, guy? Well, it's just like... I, I just think if you, look at, if you look at the most recent sample size of X number of years, America is on a very perilous downward trajectory, a slippery slope... And a huge shout out to all of our German listeners who will finally wash their hands of being the most dastardly country of the last hundred years. They'll be able to point an American and say, no one's listening anymore, guys. It's really grim. I don't know why I'm talking about it. This is the friend zone. This is a positive place. Um, wrong podcast, guy. But um, I, don't have that. I, I don't have that podcast. Mm. I would like to end on a much more silly and uh, funny note. This was from the 2nd of April, 2020. Uh, written in from Andrew McKee, just in case you boys haven't seen this. And we hadn't. So many people were talking about this existing, but I hadn't seen evidence. And I don't believe this is from the actual footage. I believe that some guys at a YouTube channel or a company called XVP Comedy have gone to the trouble of making it. It's a trailer for Cats, The Butthole Cut. And it is a sensation. If you look it up on YouTube, Cats, The Butthole Cut, you can see it. They have put in all of the buttholes and it is a very different movie it's distracting honestly it's distracting in the same way that hanging out with a cat can be where you're like oh you're so beautiful and cuddly and fun and then they walk away and it's like if their tail's up big old anus i don't know if it's human nature or whatever it's impossible not to look at the the asshole and uh that is available in trailer form for you so thanks to Andrew. It's incredibly McKee funny. I think you sent that to me yesterday, and I I um, yeah. was having not the best day in the world, and that really cheered me up. It was fucking hilarious. Uh, well, I'm just because I've opened it now, so I'm going to read this one from Andrew on the Patreon. Hey, I've been a freeloader for a while, but just signed up to your Patreon after hearing the ungodly amount you spend to see this movie and bring joy to all of us. May I suggest as a special bonus episode, you inflict upon yourself the 1998 stage recording to see how the source material holds up. Thanks for everything. Um, so I'm assuming that was Cat. It's yeah. So the '98 recording—that's yeah. the one with again Tim Curry. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Fuck, I love that guy. He's Great so Tim weird. Curry. In a lot of ways, he's like I think a less problematic and more batshit version of um uh what's his fucking name? Who was uh, Jeff Goldblum? Who's been lightly mm. not cancelled, but lightly put on the shelf after a, uh, a drag race outing. Oh, I missed that. I don't. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Everyone was saying it was something. One of the big things I would do if I was a celebrity is stop talking. Hmm. 
What would you what would you do? Just go away. Just stop existing. I'm trying to show you, but I don't have the guts. No, I don't know. I'm just like, I actually, I've got no idea what I'm talking about, so I'm not going to have an opinion. I feel like Jeff Goldblum also got lightly cancelled for um, dating someone really young because he looks young, but he's old. He's an old man. He's an old man. How old do you reckon Jeff Goldblum is? I reckon I'm going to go with 57 years young. Actually, Jeff Goldblum. Hmm. Let me do the math. Jurassic Park was like 92. It'd be like 30 then. How many years ago was that? Fuck, how old is he? 67. Oh, damn, he does look good. He looks fantastic. Maybe the secret to youthful skin is being slightly problematic and not getting caught for ages. He's more beloved than problematic. He's Jeff Goldblum for crying out loud, but he's no Tim Curry. Okay. This has been a friend zone of a different type, and it's our 98th one, or 99th, actually, which is huge. 90, 99th. This is number, friend zone number 99. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put us on the record now. The 100th one, I want to do something special for. So I, I reckon what it might be is a, um, a live stream, which means it might not happen f- for a little bit, but we've, we'll keep um, Home Alone going in the interim. I was a little bit late getting uh, some episodes out recently, and frankly, I, like I am sorry about it, but also fucking give me a break, man. <laughs> Doing a lot of shit, <laughs> so bear with us. We'll get everything back righted on track and uh, put it in your calendar for a date that doesn't exist yet. The live streamed friend zone. We'll try and make it time zone friendly for people. Um, particularly in the states, if you want to watch, we'll 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 try and have it in an evening, maybe something. And we'll we'll be we'll be together. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah! You gotta you gotta love that. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to everyone for your support. Um, I when I was running yesterday, I just couldn't stop thinking about how lucky we are here in New Zealand to have. Uh, a system that appears to be enabling us to leave our houses soon. I genuinely, my heart goes out to everyone who has an open-ended quarantine remaining in front of them. We will continue to make stupid stuff for you to enjoy, no matter the circumstance. All our love. Look after yourselves. Be nice to each other. Wash your fucking hands. And we'll catch you soon. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, it's the friend zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.